With nearly a dozen comedy clubs in town, you'd think New York would be a great place for a stand-up to get stage time. But you'd be wrong. Most of the big-name clubs during the week run shows called Bringers, which require comics to bring in paying customers for their stage time. Most working comics can't or won't do the Bringer shows. So where do we go for stage time? Downtown, where the shows are loose and free like rock and roll and the audiences are so hip sometimes they can't even laugh, they just nod ironically. Come with me to the Lower East Side and I'll show you what I'm talking about. So right now I'm backstage uh, at Mo Pitkins before the show and it's so crowded out there I had to sit in this back little dressing room which, as you can see, is uh, pretty tiny so I can't get any good footage of the show but uh, I always like being in a dressing room where there's a little tub of beer for you. It makes you feel like a rock star. Aside from the backstage accoutrement, there are other differences in the downtown scene. And to discuss them, I talked to Liam McEnany, the man who put the show so together. It's like I'm on a first date with the band. That's how awkward that was. He's been producing shows on the Lower East Side for years. I, I would rather pull like a kind of a little smarter, little hipper audience uh, who are willing to listen more. I like the audience to concentrate on what I'm saying. Yeah. Are they more hip? Yeah, they tend to get more music and film references than the average audience. For example, here's a Smiths reference that I did at a college show last month. Now here's the same line at a show on the Lower East Side of New York. Everybody's been through this, we've all wanted to blow the world to bits, but couldn't you just listen to the Smiths? Don't blow <laughs> See? No bomb line needed. They get it right away. Are they smarter? Well, they're prouder of their intellect, so if you do a standard joke in a standard joke format, they're going to take that as an insult to their intelligence. Hipster audiences try to stay a step ahead of the comics the way people at magic shows try to figure out how the trick is done. Ways around this are to do a joke that requires the audience to put more things together than the standard joke. Kind of like this line. She looks cool when she's with me, it's like I'm her hipster beard. She's smiling, she's better than me, she's smiling. It not only requires you to know what the term beard means, but you have to put that together with the concept of slumming. All I really know is that this line never goes over at the clubs. The club audiences are like, screw you, we're not here to do math. I'm not saying you can't do a joke in a standard format. You just have to do the joke in a way that lets them know that you know that they know it's in a standard joke format. Kind of like Baron does here. The reason I like juice from concentrates because they really thought about it. Anybody? Anybody? All right. Okay. The willingness to listen is the upside of this equation. Since the audience is so well versed in the various formats, they're more patient with you when you stray from those formats. Kind of like a jazz audience. Go ahead, give me something. Like when Baron starts scat singing jazz here. The audience enjoys being in the moment with him because they know they're not being manipulated by a well-worn structure. And the alternative comedy scene is just as viable a road to success as the mainstream one. Most comedy shows on TV today have a writer or a performer who came up through the downtown scene, which is pretty cool because not many people know about it. It's underground, sometimes literally. You can walk into a bar on the Lower East Side and have no idea that in the basement some of America's top comics are working on their act. But now you do know. Use the knowledge wisely.